0: chapter twenty three of the landleaguers by anthony trollope this librivox recording is in the public domain the landleaguers by anthony trollope chapter twenty three tom daly is boycotted when the time came round frank jones started for ballinasloe with his father's cattle and with peter to help him they did succeed in getting a boy to go with them who had been seduced by a heavy bribe to come down for the purpose from ballinasloe to morony castle as he had been used to cattle Peter's ignorance, and Frank's also, were of less account. They drove the cattle to Tuam, and there got them on the railway, the railway with its servants being beyond the power of the boycotters. At Ballinasloe they could not sell the cattle, as the name of Mr. Jones of Maroney had become terribly notorious throughout County Galway, but arrangements had been made to send them to a salesman up in Dublin, and from Ballinasloe they had gone under the custody of Peter and the boy no attempt was made absolutely to harm the beasts or even to stop them in the streets but throughout the town it seemed to be perfectly understood that they were the property of philip jones of morony castle and that philip jones had been boycotted by the league the poor beasts were sent on to dublin without a truss of hay among them and even frank himself was refused a meal at the first inn at which he had called he did afterwards procure accommodation but he heard while in the house that the innkeeper was threatened for what he had done had it not been that peter had brought with him a large basket of provisions for himself and the boy they too would have been forced to go on dinnerless and supperless to dublin frank on his way back home resolved that he would call on mr daly at daly's bridge near castle blakeney it was daly's wont to live at daly's bridge when the hounds were not hunting though he would generally go four or five times a week from daly's bridge to the kennels to Castle Blakeney, a public car was running, and the public car did not dare or probably did not wish to boycott anyone. He walked up to the open door at Daly's Bridge, and soon found himself in the presence of Black Tom Daly. "'So, you're boycotted,' said Tom. "'Horsefoot and dragoons,' said Frank. "'What's to come of it, I wonder?' Tom, as he said this, was sitting at an open window, making up some horse's drug, to which was attached some very strong odour i am boycotted too and the poor hounds which have given hours of amusement to many of these wretches for which they have not been called upon to pay a shilling i shall have to sell the pack i am afraid said tom sadly not yet i hope mr daly what do you mean by that who's to keep them without any subscription and who's to subscribe without any prospect of hunting for the matter of that who's to feed the poor dumb brutes one pack will be boycotted after another till not a pack of hounds will be wanted in all ireland has the same thing happened to any other pack asked frank certainly it has they turned out against the Musquery, and there's been a row in kildare we are only at the beginning of it yet i don't suppose it will go on for ever said frank why don't you suppose so what's to be the end of it all do you see any way out of it for i do not does your father see his way to bringing those meadows back into his hands i'm told that some of those fellows shot at clayton the other day down at headford how are we to expect a man like clayton to come forward and be shot at in that fashion as far as i can see there will be no possibility for any one to live in this county again of course it's all over with me i haven't got any rents to speak of and the only property i possess now is useless what property asked frank what property rejoined tom in a voice of anger what property ain't the hounds property or were property a few weeks ago who'll subscribe for next year we had a meeting in february you know and the fellows put down their names the same as ever but they can't be expected to pay when there will be no coverts for them to draw the country can do nothing to put a stop to this blackguardism. when they've passed this coercion bill they're going to have some sort of land bill just a law to give away the land to somebody what's to come of the poor country with such men as mr gladstone and mr bright to govern it they're the two very worst men in the whole empire for governing a country "'martial law with a regiment in each county, and a strong colonel to carry it out. "'That is the only way of governing left us. "'I don't pretend to understand politics, but every child can see that. "'And you should do away with the constituencies, at any rate, for the next five years. "'What are you to expect with such a set of men as that in Parliament? "'Men whom no one would speak to if they were to attempt to ride to hounds in County Galway. "'It makes me sick when I hear of it.' "'Such were Tom Daly's sad outlooks into the world.' and sad as they were, they seemed to be justified by circumstances as they operated upon him. There could be no hunting in County Galway next session, unless things were to change very much for the better, and there was no prospect of any such change. "'It's nonsense talking of a poor devil like me being ruined. You ask me what property I've got.' "'I don't think I ever asked that,' said Frank. "'It don't matter. You're quite welcome. You'll find eight or nine pair of leather breeches in that press in there, and round about the room somewhere there are over a dozen pair of top-boots.' they are the only available property i have got they are paid for and i can do what i please with them the four or five hundred acres over there on the road to tuam are mostly bog and are strictly entailed so that i cannot touch them as there's not a tenant who will pay the rent since i have been boycotted it doesn't make much matter i have not had a shilling from them for more than twelve months and i don't suppose i ever shall see another the poor hounds are eating their heads off as fine a pack of hounds as any man ever owned as far as their number goes i can't keep them and who'll buy them they tell me i must send them over to tattersalls but as things are now i don't suppose they'll pay the expense i don't care who knows it but i haven't three hundred pounds in the world and i'm over fifty years of age what do you think of that as the condition for a man to be brought to frank jones had never heard daly speak at such length before nor had he given him credit for so much eloquence nor indeed had any one in the county of galway heard him speak so many words till this misfortune had fallen upon him and he would still be silent and reserved with all except a few hunting men whom he believed to be strongly influenced by the same political feeling as he was himself here was he boycotted most cruelly but not more cruelly than was mr jones of morony castle the story of florian jones had got about the county and had caused mr jones to be pitied greatly by such men as tom daly his own boy to turn against him tom had said and to become a papist a boy of ten years old to call himself a papist as if he would know anything about it, and then to lie, to lie like that, I feel that his case is almost worse than mine. Therefore he had burst out with his sudden eloquence to Frank Jones, whom he had liked. "'Oh, yes, I can send you over to Woodlawn Station. I have got a horse, and car left about the place. Here's William Purse of Galway. He's the staunchest man we have in the county, but even he can do nothing.' then mr purse rode into the yard that mr purse who when the hounds met at bolly had so strongly dissuaded daly from using his pistol he was a man who was reputed to have a good income or at any rate a large estate though the two things at the present moment were likely to have a very various meaning but he was a man less despondent in his temperament than tom daly and one that was likely to prevail with tom by the strength of his character well tom said purse as he walked into the house "'How are things using you now? How are you, Jones? I'm afraid your father is getting it rather hot at Maroney Castle. They've boycotted us, that's all. So I understand. Is it not odd that some self-appointed individual should send out an edict, and that suddenly all organized modes of living among people should be put a stop to? Here's Tom not allowed to get a packet of greaves into his establishment unless he sends to Dublin for it.' "'Nor to have it sent over here,' said Tom, "'unless I'll send my own horse and cart to fetch it.' and every man and boy I have about the place is desired to leave me at the command of some damned O'Toole whose father kept a tinker shop somewhere in County Mayo, and whose mother took in washing. There was a depth of scorn intended to be conveyed by all this, because in Daly's estimation, County Mayo was but a poor county to live in, as it had not for many years possessed an advertised pack of foxhounds, and the O'Toole's were not one of the tribes of Galway, or a clan especially esteemed in that most aristocratic of the western counties. Have all the helpers gone? I haven't asked them to stay, but unless they have stayed of their own accord, I have just shaken hands with them. It's all that one gentleman can do to another when he meets him. Mr. Daly is talking of selling the hounds, said Frank Jones. Not quite yet, Tom, said Mr. Purse. You mustn't do anything in a hurry. They'll have to starve if they remain here, said the master of hounds. I have come over here to say a word about them. I don't suppose this kind of thing will last forever, you know can you see any end to it said the other not as yet i can't except that troubles when they come generally do have an end we always think that evils will last for ever and blessings too when two-year-old ewes went up to three pound ten at ballinasloe we thought that we were going to get that price for ever but they were soon down to two seventeen six and when we had two years of the potato famine we thought that there would never be another potato in county galway for the last five years we have had them as fine at Doneraile as ever i saw them nobody has ever quite ruined or quite has his fortune made "'I am very near the ruin,' said Tom Daly. "'I would struggle to hold on a little longer yet,' said the other. "'How many horses have you got here and at Ahazarak?" "'There are something over a dozen,' said Tom. "'There may be fifteen in all. "'I was thinking of sending a draft over to Tattersall's next week. "'There are some of them would not be worth a five-and-twenty-pound note "'when you got them there.' "'Well, now I'll tell you what I propose. "'You shall send over four or five to be summered at Donerail. "'There's grass enough there, and though I can't pay my debts, "'my credit is good at the corn-chandler's.' black tom as he heard this sat looking blacker than ever he was a man who hated to have a favour offered to him but he could bear the insult better from Perse of Donnerail than from any one else in the county i've talked over the matter with lynch damn lynch said daly he didn't dislike sir jasper but sir jasper did not stand quite so high in his favour as did mr Perse of Donnerail. you needn't damn anybody but just listen to me sir jasper says that he will take three and nicholas bodkin will do the same "'There, both baronets,' said Daly. "'I hate a man with a handle to his name. "'He always seems to me to be stuck up, "'as though he demanded something more than other people. "'There's that Lord Ardrahan. "'A very good fellow, too. "'Don't you be an ass. "'Lord Ardrahan has offered to take three more.' "'I knew it,' said Tom. "'It's not as though any favour were offered or received. "'Though the horses are your own property, "'they are kept for the services of the hunt. "'We all understand very well how things are circumstanced at present.' "'How do you think I'm to feed my hounds if you take away the horses which they would eat?' said Daly, with an attempt at a grim joke. But after the joke Tom became sad again, almost to tears, and he allowed his friend to make almost what arrangements he pleased for distributing both hounds and horses among the gentry of the hunt. "'And when they are gone,' said he, "'I am to sit here alone with nothing on earth to do. What on earth is to become of me, when I have not a hound left to give a dose of physic to?' "'We'll not leave you in such a sad strait as that,' said Mr. Purse it would be sad enough if you had had a pack of hounds to look after for thirty summers you wouldn't like to get rid of them in a hurry i'm like an old nurse who's sending her babies out or some mother rather who's putting her children into the workhouse because she cannot feed them herself it is sad though you don't see it in that light frank jones got home to castle morony that night full of sorrow and trouble the cattle had been got off to dublin in their starved condition but he, as he had come back, had been boycotted every yard of the way he could get in no car, nor yet in alltotum could he secure the services of a boy to carry his bag for him. He learned in the town that the girls had sent over to purchase a joint of meat, but had been refused at every shop. Is trade so plentiful, asked Frank that you can afford to do without it. We can't afford to do with it, said the butcher. If it's to come from Morony castle End of chapter twenty three